Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Nigga. Yeah. It's alright. Already the show goes on all night. Till uh. the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they will see the thunder? Just remember when you come up. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast. This week, we will be previewing the 2021 RBC Heritage. But first, we'll recap the Masters, all that good stuff to get you up to date on last week and ready for next week. You can find me on Twitter at Pediatric Podcast, at Always Press DFS, and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how we doing? Doing well, dude. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Another another Masters in the books, uh, a green jacket to a, a new golfer. Uh, it's it's been a wild one so t- take it away what were your thoughts on the week <laughs> yeah it was uh it was an interesting week man to, to say the least um obviously you know roses round on on thursday did you get to see much of that or yes. any of it or? i was in and out and I'd, I'd watch the highlights every night when i was doing other podcasts and everything so I'm, yeah I'm, I'm with you i mean that that 65 you know he was two over through seven and then unconscious on the back yeah, i mean nine like under for holes, the next yeah. 11 i mean that's just insane especially in those conditions dude the, mm-hmm. like the it was it was firm and fast on the greens especially the you know fairway's not terrible but um so i mean that that round and you know of course too that you know one of the guys that you asked me about i said no fucking way i'm gonna play in him and the son of a bitch comes out and is it's the okay. first round leader. In in the end, he went rose on us. So he did. I mean, you know, the thing about still him, finished well. Still finished well. I mean, he finished yeah. seventh, but yeah. didn't shoot under par the rest of the, the no. week. I mean, that, that just tells you right there how tough it, the the golf course was playing, though. Um, because obviously he had a four shot lead after the first round, and then um, you know, so many dudes got cut after Friday. I mean, can you believe DJ? I can believe Brooks. Brooks looked he looked hurt. I don't yeah, know if you he, saw him. Brooks, I think his machismo got in the way this week. Instead of just being like, dude, I'm going to set this year out, he, he was trying way too. Like, we were putting pictures in the chat and everything. Like, when he was putting, he looked like Camilo Viegas out there with the <laughs> leg out to the side. That's how my daughter crawls right now. So it was just like, it's like, come on, dude. Well, I, he was like late, late Thursday. He was limping, and I knew. He probably found the wrong path, the uphill. I was in trouble. Ratio. Well, I played too much of him, man. I just thought, you know, I, I bought into the fucking Superman hype. <laughs> so annoyed with myself. Um, well, I, would, I, would suggest, I would suggest to continue doing that because one of these days it's going to pay off in a gigantic yeah, way. Maybe $150,000. Who knows? Yeah, could be. Yep. I don't get blackballed first. Um, yep. So you would like the, 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 didn't move on to Saturday, obviously. Um, you said you were out playing on Saturday. I would, yeah, we have our master tournament. We we play our our score. We draw a random name out of a hat. Their Sunday score with our score decides the winner. Gotcha. So Hideki won the tournament because it rained. Yes. Yeah. Um, As they say, sometimes luck of the draw. Given it wasn't a draw on Saturday, you had to you know, qualify to be at that right, point. Right. So right. Right. I mean, obviously, luck of the draw. He he, he started well, sixty nine, seventy one. So he's four under going into to Saturday, which is in good position. I think it, you know, it was inside the top 10 at the time. And actually if he'd have finished, you know, even part of the rest of the way, he was still would have finished inside the top 10. Anyways, that rain completely changed it, especially mm-hmm. on Saturday. I mean, it just, it just did. Um, and he adjusted appro- appropriately. The rest of the guys, nobody really was doing much. Um, except for Will's out man. Talk about impressed. 
Apparently he changed his putting stroke. I didn't know this. So this is the type of shit that like we need to know. Where's golf a beat riders. reporter on this? Where yeah, are like, you at? I need to know that he's brought a Bryson putter and he's going to use a pencil grip. I mean, did you? That's how he was. Yes. Oh, I know. It was, was crazy. Like he was like put, basically putting one handed. It was very strange. Either way, the dude. He, he was lights out, man. I mean, every round under par in his first Masters, finishes second, wins $1.2 million. Just, I mean, I, I can't tell you how impressed I am with him. Nobody really, Sunday was anticlimactic yeah. for the most part, except for the when near, Hideki. The near implosion. <laughs> yeah, Hideki hits it over on 15. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, Billy Horschel was there a few hours before. And he hit it in that water over on 16 and then started throwing up grass. Like, you know, oh, where's the wind at? And it's like, dude, I ha- either you just pulled it or you hit too many, too much club. I, I don't understand. But either way, I thought, um, you know, we, we had a good golf tournament then. And then Xander right straight into the water. I mean, my God, oh, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, but either way, man, congrats to Matsuyama. I mean, the guy just, he had it all working finally for once. Um, yeah. I was asked, and this is what I was when I said I had something good for the podcast. Texting with my buddies, you know, leading up into the whole entire weekend, they're like, you know, are you you want Matsuyama? I was like, well, I will take Matsuyama over Zalatoris, who I told people I wouldn't play because I didn't trust his butter. Shafla, who I said I would not play at all whatsoever. <laughs> Rose, who I said I would not play at all whatsoever. I'm like, you know, this is fucking awful. You know, for the podcast we had last week, my takes on everybody, like, shit. Um, I did say that Matsuyama was playable, so mm-hmm. go ahead and go ahead and put Not that, that in that. Yeah, go ahead and put that in my little tout check mark <laughs> over there for that deal. But uh, overall, good weekend, man. I, Augusta played tough. Um, I was glad to see it. Uh, I, I do like firm and fast golf courses. I thought they were getting kind of borderline on Thursday. Oh, man. They, I've never seen the greens that brown in my life. I know they were expecting rain, so I get what they were doing, but who? <laughs> yeah, I, I got a feeling that heads are rolling today about yeah. the look of that place because I asked everybody, have you ever seen the greens look like this? And there was not a single person who'd ever seen a brown spot on that golf course, let alone no. half the like, damn greens are brown. It looks like I'm working during the day, so I'm checking scores on my phone. I'm seeing guys like putting off greens, chipping off greens. I'm like, what in the heck's going on? I get home, I turn the TV on, and I'm used to you know turning on Augusta, and it's just green, vibrant everywhere. Right. Oh, yeah. And I see this just brown circles all over the place. I'm like, what the like? That's like my Muni in December. Like, did what you see, are we doing? Did you hear Kisner's quote after the first round? Uh, the part about going home to his kids or something else. No, no, it was uh, after the first round. He was just talk. They were talking about like asking him how the conditions played or whatever. Oh, the first timers. Like, it was like yeah, November. Well, he was like, you know, it's difficult when you're hitting it in from 180 and trying to avoid because if you hit the brown spot, it's going to bounce hard. And if you don't, oh, yeah. like he said, I, this is the best I've hit the ball that I can remember recently, and I shot even par. Yeah, and, I, and he played. I think he missed a cut then. Yeah, next the, day he missed the yeah. cut. Yeah, no, I, I do remember that quote. Now, he had some good quotes in that interview. Like that's why we love Kiz. Like, no, dude, Kiz is the shit, man. He's the best. He does not care. He's just one of the dudes that's going out there. He's better than the rest, like uh, us type dudes. But he also knows how good he is and what he can do, and he goes and does it. it it's awesome. I love everything yeah. about him. And um, he also had the comment about. Um, I feel bad for first timers that had their first time in November and showed up to this golf course and yeah, thought they could yeah. still play. And then Max Homa quote tweeted it. Uh, yeah, this. <laughs> he was just like, this was ridiculous. So Yeah, it was a totally yeah. different, totally different golf course. I mean, yeah. and, and I don't know, maybe did it have something to do with the fact that they just played 
a tournament there six months ago. That's why the well, the I, I don't think they like, wanted to see twenty underscores again. I, I mean, it just seems to me like whoever is running. I also heard that they got a new sub air system. That could be it too. Maybe they overdried things out. <laughs> I mean, I just gotta think that people are just getting chewed up and down today. Yeah, you would think so. You would think so. <laughs> yeah. They have hoses uh, on their back to win sprints right now. Yeah, it's, right. It's, I mean, it's, but uh, your boy Reed had another good finish. Leishman was yeah. up there. Um, Corey Connors, the chalk up there again. Uh, Cameron Smith, another good finish. Finau, top 10 again. Some of the same dudes year after year. Yeah. Kind of finishing up. Sink. I, I am surprised DJ missed the cut. Yeah. So did am you, I. Did, yeah. Did you see uh, Siwoo Kim break his putter and then finish out with a three wood? Yeah, that was that was the guy I drew on Saturday. So I had everybody tell me that at the golf course. So you, <laughs> so you so you have the guy with the uh, with the three wood putter, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that's Siwoo. Yeah, that's who I got. Yep, I know, I know who I got. Well, I wish it was a Pete Dye course, but it's not. So it's okay. <laughs> he actually played pretty well. No, he did. He did, and that's what I kept telling the guys because, like, some of the guys that golf there, they don't pay that close attention to actually the real golf. Yeah, it was just really weird to me. But um, so we were having lunch yesterday. And he, this one guy shot really well on Saturday. He's like, I have this guy. And he's like, pulls his own. Oh, Bezenhut. And he's like, who the heck's this? My, he's a good young kid. I'm all, you played so well. You just, as long as he doesn't blow up, you're fine. So we were watching it and he shoots even. He's like, oh, he's got to do better. I'm all, dude, John Rahm's the only guy going low. You're going to win this damn thing. Like, this is what you wanted. Everybody else is blowing up over here. <laughs> it's it's so funny, uh, the, naive, the naive nature of people. But um, yeah, it was it was interesting uh, watching Sunday's golf. Like that's the kind of the most sitting down I got to watch, but I didn't watch like the recaps. Was, that's the good thing about the masters. Like the golf channel just puts it on loop in, in yeah, for you. Yeah. So I can catch it all at night and it's awesome. It's, it's a great tournament as we love. It just felt so weird either do the color. It was better than the fall with the fans. It was cool. Like I was jealous to imagine being fans in that small of a group. And yeah. Like, buddy. Oh, dude, yes. Have full yes. reign of that golf yeah, course. Just wherever you want to go and just <laughs> oh, find you a spot, man. Yeah. That's like I'm envious because I know if I ever do get drawn, it's gonna be like one of like two million people or something, and it's gonna be just like, oh crap, here we go again. I did that at the U.S. Open at Pebble. That was it. Was almost I don't think I'll do it again. Type thing. It was cool to go once. It was just like I'd rather watch it on TV. Right now. I'm with you. I'm the same way. But um, yeah, it was fun. Looking forward to it. we get the um, the PGA Championship in a month. So yep. the schedule just keeps on trucking. It's wild, and we got the RBC Heritage this week which uh, actually still has a pretty good-sized field. Surprisingly, our quality field, I should say, size is only 136 golfers. But quality-wise, it's kind of like last year's, um, which had different reasons why it was higher quality last year. But usually the week after the Masters, not that many guys show up, just some sponsors, like guys that have to show up, like Cooch and J- uh, DJ. But otherwise, not much. we got quite a bit this week. So why don't you give us a little past event history on this one? Hey, did you see Bryson WD? Yes, Bryson WD. And uh, that doesn't surprise me. Honestly, that boy needs to – I love what he can do. It's fun when he gets to the right golf course and do it, but he needs to also realize he can't do it at every golf course. He had some insane shots, though, dude. I watched oh, it's fun to watch. I'm all for it. Like, I am 100% on board with it, but it's like your risk-reward on certain golf courses. Like It wouldn't work at Harbor Town. It's too short for him. With all the water in play, he'd be destroyed here, I think. Yeah. But, well, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I mean – I, I love I it. Bl- I don't blame him for not playing this he, week either. You don't need to play with – oh, well, one last thing. Okay, I want to get your thoughts on this because I was told I was I was overthinking things. So we all saw it on Twitter. First, it was cool seeing Hideki party with his guys. Did you know that his caddy is not actually a caddy? It's just his best friend that carries yeah. his bag? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that till today. That I didn't know that until ca- yesterday whenever yeah. they, they mentioned it on air and then somebody tweeted about the fact. that It's so Hideki right there. That does mm-hmm. not surprise me one bit. 
But so there's pictures of them partying and stuff. And then they go to the airport today and he's carrying this jacket over his shoulder. Not even <laughs> in like a, not even in a garment bag, just carrying it over his shoulder. No big deal. Look at me. I'm Hideki. And then he's flying coach. Yeah. Like, dude, did you not like, not even just yesterday, the dude's made millions upon millions of dollars, at least first class it, if not private jet, just throwing it out there. Like net jet. Hello. Your sponsor right here. I don't know, man. Like I, I was, uh, I was texting with some friends about that too. Like I, I wouldn't be carrying around the green jacket and just lay, like, there's a picture of him with it just laying just laying on the seat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he's going to fly to Chicago. And then I don't know to if he, he just flew straight from Chicago to Tokyo or what, but yeah, I mean, it was pretty wild. I'm at yeah. least going to have that in the bag. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. Man. I, I thought it was pretty wild, but it was but yes, entertaining. I would be spending the hundred or fifty k or whatever it costs to fly my boys back to yep. Tokyo private. Yep, that's that thing. Someone's like, "Well, do you know how much it costs? Do you know how much money I just won now, and I've won in my entire career? And I yeah. guarantee, if I do it right, I can get a sponsor. It's a business expense. I'm writing the whole thing off. We yeah. are going to Tokyo on yeah. this plane. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just glad we're on the same page. There's zero chance I'm taking a layover and two flights coach to Tokyo. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> okay. No, sir. No. Past event history for, for, we're on for the, the same, heritage. Same page there. <laughs> uh, last year, this tournament uh, was played in June. It was originally scheduled for April, but obviously uh, because the pandemic got uh, delayed. Um, Webb Simpson was the winner. 2,200 par, one shot over Abe Answer. And you'll see that this 2200 par is a bit of an outlier. 2019 winner was CT Pan, uh, 12 under one shot over Matt Kuchar. 2018 winner was Satoshi Kodaira, uh, 12 under in a playoff over Siwoo Kim. Wesley Bryan was your 2017 winner, 13 under one shot over Luke Donald. Uh, Brandon Grace won in 2016, nine under two shots over Luke Donald and uh, Russell Knox. Jim Furyk's won this twice. Kuchar's won this uh, one time in 2014. Brant Snedeker's won this in the past. Graham McDowell, Boo Weekly, back-to-back winner. Boo Weekly, back-to-back. Yeah. There's a hard trivia question. Stuart Sink uh, actually won this tournament twice, too, but it was in the early 2000s. The Stu Goat. The Stu Goat. Mm. Still got it. Still got it. Um, we're talking the golf course here. We're talking Harbortown Golf Links. Uh, it's on. Uh, it's a par 71, seven, a little over 7,100 yards. Pete Dye design. You're going to hear that over and over, but – I say that because it's like true. These guys, there's, there are specialists. These guys ball oh, yeah. out of these Pete Dye golf courses. And we've talked about it. We played them. Like, they're, you, you need to play them a few times because you are going to get screwed over with like what you think you can do, what you can't do. This course is all about your tee shot needs to be in the right spot. If it's in the fairway to the left, to the rough, to the right, wherever, each hole's different. Like, you, sometimes some holes you will be better off out of the rough than you will be in the fairway for your approach shot in. That's just the way it goes. And that's just experience and practicing here. Um, there is water in play on every single hole, one way or another. Some se- severe more than others, but water on every hole. Um, there's strategic bunkers in the fairway, plus around the greens. Greens are, you know, 3,700 square feet. So they're not like pebbles small, but they're not big like normal. So um, about 60 to 65% greens in regulation. So lots of scrambling in play. Uh, Bermuda greens, you, you'll hear that as a, as a common theme as well. Um, also there's tree line fairway. So you can get in trouble if you're not just even in the rough or the fairway, it gets nasty for you. Plus some of those trees will kind of d- distract from your second shot, thus being in different locations. Um, last but not least, the three par fives aren't as gettable as you would hope they'd be for a golf course. Cause that's another P dive thing. It's like lay up here or really take on a challenge, which you're going to do. And the reason why they don't take on a challenge a lot. And I think Jesse kind of hinted at the different scoring one year 
most of the time it's windy here. So you're not doing a lot of stupid stuff. You're just taking kind of what the golf course gives you. Um, the year, um, the year that Webb shot 22 under, there was basically no wind. So you got that going for you. But every other year where you get those like 11, 10, 9 unders, windy days, windy conditions. So keep an eye on that as well. With that being said, Jesse, what kind of uh, stats are you looking at? A lot of accuracy, um, obviously off the tee, uh, approach, huge. Uh, always when you're on Pete Dye courses, short game matters a lot. Plenty of course history, so that's where I'm focusing. Yeah, all that good stuff. Before we go on, uh, shout out to my buddy Colin here. I know him from baseball, but he decided to play Masters last week and loved every minute. He's all, I didn't know about a four-day sweat in my life. This is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> now he loves PJDFS and he decided to jump in the show today. Um, I, I try telling people it's, it's over, man. Great, man. Like some days, you hey, get did you it. did you tough, notice that great. they have golf on DraftKings at the very top now? Oh, it's because it's it's like a male said it a long time ago, and I know he's got a big influence. But when people start to get that itch and they realize you get at least two day sweats, right? But if you get that four day, there's right. nothing like it. Yeah, there is oh, yeah. nothing like it at all. Well, so, you get the double sweat because you because you're sweating yeah. the cut line typically, yeah. unless you're just and, and, yeah, somehow you're coasting, yeah. yeah, which never happens to me. I'll go yeah. ahead and <laughs> Not there's there. always one guy at least that I'm looking at like God bless. Yeah, there's yeah. been many Thursdays where I think I have the nuts, and then no. Friday is mm-hmm. like three of them just completely just trunk slam on mm-hmm. the way. In. Yep. So that happens often, but uh, yeah, and then the Sunday sweats, which is always fun. So uh, that's always good stuff. Before we get into the DraftKings picks, as always, FanshareSports.com. Check out Fancier Sports. Use promo code always press to get it's down to 20% off the package of your choice. Uh, just a couple things here. You can do all kinds of goofy stuff, but last six events on Bermuda Greens, DraftKings scoring wise in this field, you have Colin Morikawa leading the way, followed by Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia, Carlos Ortiz, and Corey Connors. And then the last six events on Pete Dye golf courses in this field, Abe Answer, Chase Seifert, Brian Harmon, Will Zalatoris, but he's only played one event, so it doesn't really count, I guess. Uh, Sergio, Kucher, and Casey. And those stats, I do, do not count the um, the match play. So keep that in mind. But you get the gist of what you need to do there. All right. Let's get into the DK scoring. It's a fun one. It's a packed house. Uh, we have two, four, six guys over 10K. DJ at 11.6. Cantley at 10.9. Webb at 10.7. Morikawa at 10.5. Cam Smith is up to 10 2. I'm talking, that's respect right there. And Berger at 10,000. Um, what are you liking up here, Jesse? What they do, just uh, take everybody who missed the cut last week and just stick them up here. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, Webb made it and started calling and, and Cam Smith, but Berger can't let DJ missed it. Uh, I won't be playing DJ. He's he's in one of those funks, and I mean, obviously he could snap out of it at any time. But the fact that he missed the cut last week tells me a lot. Um, and his, his success around here has not been great. I think Cantlay is totally fine, especially with his course history. Third, seventh, third in his three appearances here. Uh, does have two straight missed cuts on tour, but those were you know the players and the Masters. Um, I think he's a GP, uh, a solid GPP play this week. Uh, Webb. I think he'll be very popular, defending champion, 12th place finish last week, uh, missed at the players, but sixth at the workday. Um, Morikawa, obviously great with his irons. He's played here one time, finished 64th last year, uh, You know, 18th at, at the Masters. Um, nothing spectacular from him, but uh, he seems okay. And then, you know, Cam, his course history is not good, especially recently. Miscut, miscut, 32nd, 29th, 15th, did play well. 
play well last week, play well with the players. I don't know. I I don't know what to do with Cam, but I you know, really I, I really if I'm I'm up here and I, I don't know that I will be. Um, you know, can't lay. I think Webb will be chalk. Yeah. It, it's this is a range like always you can kind of make argu- arguments for most of these guys. So I'm trying to differentiate. Like obviously we've said it pretty much on a lot of shows. If DJ shows up, he just runs away with this one, probably. Because his game's just like you get he's one of the better, like you get a wedge in his hand from like a hundred to hundred and twenty-five yards out. There aren't a ton better than DJ, but it's uh you never know where he's at. He might just be going through the uh the motions of the sponsorship in this one. Um I love Webb. He's gonna be very chalky, like you said, but for good reasons. Like if you and and, and something to be said about this is you don't have to avoid the chalk. Look at the Millie Maker winner last week. He had speed at thirty three percent, he had Connors at like twenty one, Casey at twenty six. But he had Hideki at seven percent and Xander at eleven. So you don't have to be different everywhere. If you think Webb's going to win the darn thing, go for it. Like right. don't don't hold back. Be di- there's tons of places to be different elsewhere in your lineup. But uh, he will be chalky. That's all we're trying to tell you there. I like Morikawa for that iron play idea. I think playing here once has helped him a ton. We've kind of seen that with him as he gets more and more comfortable with these, some of these golf courses. Given he did some on his first go round, but uh, coming in with that eighteenth at the Masters, I like quite a bit with Kawa, and then. I am intrigued by Cam Smith. Yeah, the recent form here at this course is not great, but his current form is very good. And I think if you have to pick one guy in this 10K range that kind of gets the low ownership straw, it's probably Cam Smith. So I think if you want to play that part of the game, I think it's a very intriguing play here that uh, could be quite interesting come uh, lineup building time. All right, now where the fun begins, because I already know one play that Jesse's going to be on here. <laughs> but uh, in the 9K range, we got Willie Z at 97. Hatton at 95, Connors at 93, Casey at 92, Fitz at 91, and Sungjae M at 9,000. Okay, how much Willie's out towards you want this week? Yeah, I mean, I, it, I I don't know why you wouldn't blame him. I mean, <laughs> it's just insane, the the run he's been on this year especially. Um, you know, one ter- kind of bad tournament, if you want to say it that. He still made the cut at that at, at Pebble Beach, finished 56. Other than that, I mean, he's basically inside the top – he is inside the top 20 in 25 in every single golf tournament he's played this year, in, in the calendar year, that is. Um, and, you know, obviously culminating with the Masters last week. And I, I think he wins the, the darn thing if it doesn't rain. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, obviously, Zell Torres, he, he's number one on my Fantasy Labs model. Corey Connors coming off the uh, – you know, solid finish, uh, very chalky last week, but uh, finished eighth, paid off for everybody. Um, I, I don't know if he'll be chalky again this week at 93. I think Paul Casey had a good week. His course history is not great, especially the last two times he's been here, miscut, miscut. But, you know, he does have two top 20s in previous years. So I think Paul's fine. Um, didn't Fitzpatrick say this was like his favorite place? Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, the thing with uh, the year he said that was like 2017, I think, and he missed the cut for the second mm-hmm. consecutive year. But since then, 14th, 39th, 14th. So pretty good there. Made the cut last week at the Masters. I think he is totally fine, too. Sung Jay has bad course history here. Um, coming off a missed cut. I mean, did you see some of the scores that Sung Jay M made? Yeah, because he was one in one of my three lineups. So I, I, I on the on the fancy master thing, he was the one at the bottom of my player chart every time, and there's more pluses every time I check in. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck got he's, in. He's, he's, him, he's done it before. Like he'll be playing good, and then when he has one ejection hole, the whole thing just goes. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, he took like an eight or something on 15, didn't he? Eight or nine. I don't know. It was bad. So I, I, I don't know. I, that mixed in with the fact that he's missed two straight cuts should give him low ownership. Mm-hmm. When I say two straight missed cuts at this golf course, at this golf tournament. So would it be the time to jump on him? I mean, really, that would be the time to jump on him, in my opinion. Yeah. But the thing about, dude, the chalk here recently is, the, I mean, for the last, like, it feels like five years, the chalk's just murders. Yep. Well, I think a lot, I think a lot of it's because there's so much good content out now. Yeah. So you, you can't really hide the, you're not as sneaky as you think you once were. You got to find like that one or two, one or two players there. You kind of differentiate basically. And uh, like, I think we've got enough people that can, that have been on Will's Altours long enough now or are smart enough now that have played game theory enough to go, Hey, Sung Jay's better than this. It's going to click eventually. Yeah. Be on it before it happens. Um, and I, I'm on board with that idea. The the thing with Sung Jay, it's really tilting me here and it shows in his finishes here. He's struggled on Pete Dye designs. I remember after his first year on tour, Dyer work was putting in some stuff in the, in the Slack chat and he was playing great, great golf just blew up at a die. Great, great golf blew up at a die. So he started looking at his numbers and he was just all over the place. Um, the The problem with this course is interesting, shorter course and Bermuda courses, which are his freaking repertoire. So it's like, does he, does he go back to the kind of courses he likes or does the, the, the die design get him? And yeah. that's the tough part. But at, at low ownership, he's a great, great tournament. If you're doing like 20 max or more, I'd have some, some J for sure. I agree. Um, he's just the not guy, the cash play like he usually no, is. This no, not a chance. Not a chance. I, I would not be able to stomach that at all. Yeah. Um, especially when you have a cash play like Fitzpatrick at 91. Like, yes, I'll be I'll be eating a lot of that again this week because the dude, he's going to win eventually. I love how Kevin said he might be the new Fleetwood because he plays so well and he just kind of like finds the banana peel just enough to not win all the time. So he does something. But I like Fitz at 91. I like Connors at 93. Um, outside of the match play, 8th, 14th seventh, third in his last four events, pretty much the Florida swing, and then Augusta, not bad, not bad at all. So I don't mind going to Connors there. And then Willie Z. Willie Z's in play. You got to go there. Uh, it'll be very, very intriguing. The only thing, and Sung Jay's ownership will be kind of low because I think, I think people are slowly getting on Fitzpatrick. And when you get in the 8K range at 8,900, 8, you have Mr. Abe Answer, who will be a little popular this week. You have Fleetwood at 88, Harmon at 87, Sergio at 86, Lowry at 85, English 84, Westwood 83, Horschel 82, Na 81, Cooch 8,000. Very large 8K range compared to the norm, Jesse. Uh, what guys do you like in here? Yeah, plenty of guys to play here. Obviously, answer, uh, very playable. Second place here last year after his mis- miscut the year before that. Um, has now three consecutive top 26s. Uh, you know, obviously, those the the last three tournaments – Minus the Texas Open, have been you know pretty big. Well, the Masters and the players is what I'm saying has been have been big tournaments. Anyways, playing solid golf, eighty nine hundred. I think he's fine. Um, I like Brian Harmon quite a bit this week at eighty seven. Uh, he was very solid at the Masters. He didn't have a great weekend. Shot two over, two over. Still finished twelfth. Uh, before that, was third at the Players Championship. He's playing really good golf. He is trending in the right direction. Yeah. This course in my opinion, should shoot him or should suit him. He reminds me of like um, some of these, like, like obviously if you go back and look at the past winners here, a lot of them and the guys who finish well are are Asian players and they traditionally are kind of like short hitters. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's Brian Harmon's game. I I feel like this, this course should suit him pretty well. 
uh, where he's not having to, you know, deal with, you know, people hitting it 50 yards past him or whatever. So, um, Brian Harmon, like him quite a bit, 8,700. I think Lowry's fine, especially if it's windy. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously open champion. He's been that way for almost two years now. The open champion, British yes. open. Yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> 21st you. last week. He did miss the cut here last year, but third in 2019, which should be more comparable to the way conditions will be, uh, this week. Um, and then, uh, Matt Kuchar at 8,000. I know he missed a cut last week. He was right on the number. Um, you know, I, I don't really know what was wrong with his game other than he start, started with a, a 78. So he was uh, six that's, over that's up the to the first round. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. But then he shoots 200 the next round. Uh, misses, you know, by shooting f- plus four. I don't know. Has he ever missed a cut here? I, I, going back to 2014, I don't have a missed cut with a win, a second place, two other top tens. I don't think he's he's missed many, if any, here. I'll tell you that. I don't have any record of a miscut either. So I like Cooch quite a bit. Did you see Billy Horschel? Yeah, I got his temper tantrum. Did you see him apologize today? Yeah, it's pretty weak. Yeah. Like, I, just I mean, suck, just I'm blocked up, on Twitter. I'm blocked on Twitter, but funny story, just real quick about Billy Horschel. Obviously, did you see him take his shoes off twice? Back-to-back days? Like Honestly, yeah. it seems like every time there's a golf tournament with some somewhat adverse conditions, he's – playing out of the water somewhere because he wants to show his calves or his stomach or something. The, the best thing about it is he wore white pants. But so, so obviously Saturday he takes his shoes off. It's a great, he's a hell of a shot. I mean, he's got some nice practice at it. It makes sense. <laughs> it impressed Phil Mickelson. Like Phil was playing with him. And <laughs> Phil was like, I got like, a slice shit. one over there next time and hell. try it. <laughs> so anyways, it, before that, he's obviously he's walking down the hill. He slips and he falls, whatever. My wife texts me today and is like, did somebody at the masters fall in um, the water? And I said, no, Billy Horschel took his shoes off, fell down, you know, looked like he may have had a little accident on his white pants, you know. And uh, what did she say? Let me pull this up real quick because this is, like, pretty good. Uh, he said, well, that's what he gets for blocking you on Twitter. <laughs> you got to love it. Wife's got your back. <laughs> it's funny. My wife knows that he has been blocked, blocked on Twitter. That's so does everybody good. else who talks to me about Billy Horschel because that's the first thing I tell them. But that's um awesome. Whatever. Apparently, I, I was look, I was reading through some stuff today, and I'm not the only one. He's, oh no, there's quite a few. Basically, yeah. I mean, like some guys that I follow that are like really like yeah, very chill golf guys, like not even like DFS golf guys, just mm-hmm. chill golf guys. It's Basically, weird. if you've ever said anything about negative about Billy Horschel, he somehow finds it and he blocks you. <laughs> yeah, he's he's very. Uh, that just shows you how big of uh, his brain he has. Like uh, the real estate in that brain. By Twitter people. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. But um, yeah, Billy Ho. Uh, 8K range, though. I love answer. I love answer at 8,900 bucks. I'm going to keep riding this. And one thing that really stands out, we talked about Pete Dye specialists. He loves Pete Dye golf courses, plays them extremely well. So I, I'm going back to answer here. Love Harmon. I was all about him last week. He played very well. He, like you said, he's coming. Like his game is is in such a great place. And we, and we talked about it last week. It's he, He's playing great golf. So I love Harmon this week. Then the two other guys I don't mind in this range, uh, Kevin Na is intriguing at eighty one hundred bucks. Uh, you know he finished twelfth last week, finished tenth here two years ago. Uh, he's got a fourth place finish back in two thousand sixteen. So it's the typical Kevin Na, like tenth, miscut, thirty ninth, fourth. So you get the roller coaster ride, but uh, he he's got that upside that I don't I don't mind at eighty one hundred dollars. And then Cooch, uh, I don't hate that either. You can you can definitely have some fun with Cooch. Seven K range, go seventy five hundred to seventy nine. Jesse, who you like him? Uh, Siwoo, obviously, coming off the uh, solid showing last week. We all know how good he is on 
Pete Dye courses. Charlie Hoffman at 7,800. <clears throat> uh, second place finish at the Texas Open, which was his last tournament. Didn't make the Masters. Course history is kind of up and down. Miscut, 45th, 23rd miscut, 14th, 64th, uh, 38th. So, I mean, some okay finishes in there, a couple miscuts. You know, it's it's dicey, but at 7,800, I'm, I'm definitely worth it. And one very surprising price here is Ian Poulter. Um, he played the weekend, finished 26th at the Masters after two consecutive miscuts down in Florida. Uh, I don't have him with a miscut here since 2011. He hasn't played every year, but do you do you have anything further back than that? I don't have anything further back than that, no. Uh, 14th last year, 10th, 7th, 11th uh, in his last four appearances. So, I mean, it's 7600 bucks. Uh, to me, it's a, a no-brainer. Um, so, that's kind of where I'm focused. Uh, what about your boy, Bobby Mack? Well, I'm all over it, dude. I was okay Thursday. I was nervous as hell because I was all in, and he shot like 200, but he was up to 400. He was you, over. Yeah. Just I, I'm just I'm just feeling like I'm just feeling he's like he made a shit ton of birdies, dude. Yes, he's a DK machine. Yeah, like I, I love this guy. He doesn't care. He's another you know European. If it gets windy, not, not going to be a problem. I will play some more Bobby Mack this week. We will, we will definitely be on that train at 7800. I like that quite a bit. Uh, don't mind Siwoo. Don't mind Hoffman, like you mentioned. Um, the other guys are liking this little price range. Bezenhut at 76 um, or 77. He finished 20, uh, 28th here last year. So I don't mind that little course history. 40th at the Masters, obviously 41st. The players, just kind of a steady guy. Might not be able to get you the dub, but can get you through to the weekend. Uh, Poulter loves this golf course. So, yeah, I'll, I'll jump there like you were talking about, 76. And then last but not least, I think I want to ride the hot stretch that we've seen out of Matt Wallace. He finished 64th here last year before a miscut the year before, but 34th last week, third at the Valero, you know, 28th even at match play, a miscut, and then 10th or 18th at the API. He's even talked about how he's playing. This is the best he's felt playing golf in a long time. So Matt Wallace at 75, I don't mind it. Another guy, if it gets windy, we can see some uh, good play there like we did at the Valero. So that's what I like in this range. What do you like at 7K to 7,400? Start with Griot at 73. Um, Miscut here last year, but uh, 33rd, 19, 16th in 2018. So pretty solid finishes there. His last time out, he was sixth. Uh, that was at uh, Dominican Republic. Missed the cut. The players kind of, you know, up and down, but that's just the way Grio is. Um, JT Poston, man, he's interesting because yep. eighth and sixth the last two years here. Uh, miscut last time out at the Honda, but 22nd miscut. I mean, you know, he's. He's very hit or miss, but again, we're at seventy one hundred bucks here, so you know definitely have to take some chances. Um, ZJ at seventy two, I think, is fine. I'm not a huge ZJ guy, but he kind of fits the mold of, in my opinion, Brian Harmon as far as just hits it short and then you know can has a solid wedge game. Typically, at least when he's on, he didn't play very well last week. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those. <laughs> ranges here I, I don't know i don't like a whole heck of a lot of anybody else to be honest with you um i, I like the griot call at that same price range at 73 i'm kind of finding my way looking at streelman miscut here last year than sixth and seventh the two years before ninth at the match play 36th at honda you know miscut at the players and 52nd 13th 22nd so he seems to be playing a little bit better golf short golf courses favor streels so 7300 bucks he could be intriguing on this one, Michael Thompson, 8th and 10th place the last two years here. He's made three straight cuts here, 34th at the Masters, 19th at Honda, 48th at the Players. He's a guy that uh, likes his uh, Bermuda a bit. 
Lucas Glover at 71. He's made four of the last five cuts, including 21st last year, fourth at the Valero, ninth at Honda, 48th at Players. Again, these are GPP plays. I wouldn't really trust too many of these in cash, but um, I could see the upside. You could see Glover going low or a Thompson going low. We've seen that time and time again, uh, and we also seen them blow up. Uh, I do like Poston, like you mentioned, at 71. He's intriguing to me. And then the other guy I have here finished 33rd here last year, 67th at Valero, ninth match play, 33rd at Honda. Sepp Straka at 7K, he's one of those guys that could go birdies and bunches at times if things get clicking. And if we're talking about approach game being so important, he's one of the better iron players on tour. So if he's having to you know get certain shots out there and then maybe he's like 150 or so out, he's got that stuff dialed in pretty good. So at Sepp at 7K, I think there's some definitely GPP appeal with him. 6K range. What do you like down here, Jesse? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's several names down here and guys to play. Uh, Neesmith, 6,900, uh, 33rd here last year, uh, coming off a 34th place finish at the uh, Texas Open, 36th the week before that at the Honda. So playing decent. Snedeker, man, at 6,800. He finished sixth at the Texas Open, uh, past champion here. And I believe he's a past champion here, right? I mean, I guess it was before 2014. That's his, that, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned his name. Anyways, his course history, most recently miscut 48th, 23rd, 11th in the last four years. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he figured something out at the Texas Open, or maybe it was just because he's in Texas. I don't I don't know, but it's worth a shot at 68. Stu Goat Sink, 6,700. Uh, 62nd place finish here. Again, he was the 2004 and 2000 champion. Of the uh, of the heritage here, so you got to keep that in mind. He had a full head of hair too. Yeah, it was when he back when he had hair. Finished twelfth last week, nineteenth at the Honda, playing solid golf. Chase Seifert, I think he's yes. a great play at sixty seven. You, I know you mentioned him the fan share stuff. Yep. Um, I expect him to be higher owned at the Texas Open. He was only four point eight percent on average there. Finished forty fourth. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, like him quite a bit. He's got uh, really good uh, iron game. So. Um, and then I don't, I don't know why he's rating out so well in my model here, but Ben Martin, hmm. if you're way down here, 34th at the Texas open ninth Dominican Republic, 73rd Puerto Rico open course history, not terrible. 55th in 2018 miscut 45th, 37th, third, 56th, I mean, 6,400 bucks, you know, you could be worse. You could do worse things Yeah, for sure. Um, I like the Neesmith call. I like that quite a bit. Seifert, I love this week. So we'll see how that rates out. There's a lot of interesting names between Seifert and, and Neesmith, I'll say, though. So might spread out ownership quite a bit. Um, but I do like Seifert. First time here, but coming in in great form and plays Pete Dyes very, very well. Don't mind the Stugoat call, of course. And then a couple others I was looking at because it's weird. If you look at past event history and the current form, not a lot of good meetup spots here. But uh, Camillo Villegas, he hasn't played here in three years. He's a different golfer than he he was in the past, but 17th at Valero. Um, he got a, a sixth at the Honda, I, I'm a, or an eighth at the Honda. I like his form at 6,500. I think if you're playing a GPP, obviously you're down here for a reason. I think he's got the upside to make a run for you. That's what you're looking for. So Camillo at 65, I can get on board with. And the other guy I was looking at down here, uh, Rafael Campos, 32nd in 2017, 34th at Valero, second at Corrales. Uh, he's a guy that if it does get windy, like really, really plays well in his winning conditions. That's why second at Corrales. So uh, you can keep him in mind at 7,400. But there's a bunch of interesting players down there for, like you were saying, it'd be a, uh, I'm curious to see who comes out of that little pool this week. All right, let's recap things real quick. Jesse, 10K and above, who's your top play? I'm going to say Cantlay. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Web. But that's that's lazy. I'm gonna go Web. Nine um, K range is your top play. I mean, not names Alatorst. Okay, that's good. 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 Yes, not names Alatorst. I didn't have to say it this time. I'm good. I'll say uh, Paul Casey. I'm gonna go Fitzpatrick, my boy. Eight um, K range. Who goes? Go two guys if you want. I'll say Harmon and Kucher. I'm gonna go Harmon and answer. So everybody lock in Harmon, and then we can all cry together on Friday. Um, seventy five hundred to seventy nine. Go with two guys. Uh, Siwu and Poulter. I'm gonna go with Bobby Mack and Bezenhut. Seven uh, K to seventy four. Go two guys. Grio and Poston. I'm gonna go with uh, Thompson and Grio. Six K. Who's your top player? Uh, Seifert. I'm gonna go Seifert as well. I'm stuck on Seifert too, so that should be good. If you're starting on a cash game this week, what three guys are you starting out with? Um, you know, I think obviously trying to stay middled up there. Answer Harmon, uh, Siwu. Yeah, I had Fitz answer Bez. Obviously, Harmon would probably be my fourth. So that little that little range there, he could do some damage for sure. Uh, GPP though, who are three guys you're starting out with? I uh, put Will Zalatoris in there. Um. You know, I think Lowry, if it's especially if it's windy, you got to consider him. Um, Poulter. Yeah, I um I put Fence, Answer, and Harmon just like my cash lineup, but that's how <laughs> I start out. But then you just kind of I differentiate more well, from there. The one thing yeah. is, you always got to play your cash lineup in GPP. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's in baseball. It's been my best lineup every night. So go figure. Uh, that's always how it always works, man. Yeah, always. always. Never fails. Just, just play a cash lineup. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. That's how it usually works. Um, uh, who you got winning this thing? When we're looking at odds here, because uh, anybody can—not anybody can win, but any type of golfer can win here. It doesn't favor bombers per se, so kind of opens up things a little bit. Like Harmon at thirty-three, not sure he yeah. wins, but it's interesting. Yeah, uh, you go ahead. Let me, let me pull him up. I, I forgot to. Yeah, yeah. I got Harmon at thirty-three. I like Abe at twenty-eight. That's a little short, but I, I don't mind Abe at twenty-eight. Um, I'd go Bezenhut with a top ten. He's fifty to one. I don't think he wins a like a top ten. Bobby Mack a top ten would be fun. Um, we can go deeper with some top twenty guys, like post plus one hundred guys. Wouldn't mind seeing that. the way JT Poston plays here. He's, he's a hundred to one. Go put a top twenty on that and see what happens. Yeah, I mean Sneds obviously too as a as a past champion, a hundred to one. I, you know, I mean I don't know that would burn any you know a, a ten dollar bill on him, maybe a dollar bill or something, but. uh Yes, yeah, uh, Seifert's two hundred to one. Sergio at thirty three. I didn't mention him earlier, but it's not terrible for where he's at there. Kucher at forty. I don't know if Kucher's ready to win. Uh, Charlie Hoffman at fifty. That's not bad. Siwoo's at forty. If he cracks that, uh, yeah, that's I mean, not Siwoo bad. has a has a win. You know, more recently than a lot of these guys. So. You, you know, one guy we didn't talk about, and I might as well bring him up if I can find him again here. He's a sixty six, I believe. Uh, Bavada. That's Chris Kirk who. He's a uh, seventy five hundred bucks. Course history is not great, but current form's outstanding. Yeah, I mean, that, sure. If you mentioned him, I apologize, and I missed it. No, but, I didn't. Okay. mention him. Um, but yeah, that's one guy I was looking at this going. Yeah, that's actually an interesting potential GPP type. But I never play him because I never like feel confident in it. Yeah. But his current form is pretty darn good right now. So, just an interesting thought there. But yeah, the the pricing is is quite intriguing. Obviously, it's very top heavy, but. You could have some fun with some longer shots down here. No doubt about that. For sure. But all right, Jesse, final thoughts for the RBC Heritage. I don't have any besides uh, have fun. Good luck. I'll and be in Arizona, dude. I'm getting ready 
I'm going to Arizona. Oh, you lucky dog. Where are you playing? Uh, Scottsdale. TPC? No. Oh, okay. Well, you say Scottsdale, there's like 20,000 courses yeah, there. I know. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're playing six. You don't, you don't, you don't want people days. coming to find you. I got you. No, I got I, you. see, dude, again, maybe having the paparazzi and shit all over. Yeah, you, know, you, don't, you don't need that. You already got the you already got the hood on. You're hiding. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But uh, so look, be on the lookout in Scottsdale, people. Jesse yeah. will be out there. Um, but you can also find him on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods, and uh, I'll make sure to text him and bug him when certain guys are like tank for us because yeah. he won't be watching. Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Always Press DFS. I'm at BD Entrick. Until next time, this was your RBC Heritage Preview. Catch you guys later. Oh,